happy weekend. Hopefully you guys are having a good one out there. It is 4th of July weekend. It's a long weekend. They've already started shooting off fireworks here. Marshy is not sure what to do about it. And you can only tell a dog so many times, hey man, it's just fireworks, you're fine, before they just, you know, they don't get it. But, you know, Marshy's a good guard dog. He is always protecting us, always defending. But we have someone joining us today. His name is Marshy and I can talk now. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's just me. It's your boy, Daniel. Hello, yes. The other Kim. Okay. So today we are doing a nice, you know, last week it was the deep dive research science-based episode. So I thought I'd balance it out a little bit with a nice little soft doozy thinker. This one will hopefully make you think a little bit about our incessant and relentless tech usage, but in a different way. So, and it's not going to hurt your brain afterwards like the other one did maybe. So let's just jump right into it. Does technology make us smarter or is it rotting our brains away and making us dumb? And I don't know, I feel like this is the age old debate though. Like, remember way back in the day when the printing press was invented and everyone was like, this is gonna be the death of society. And then it was fine. And they said, this is gonna destroy our memory. And it didn't necessarily. Pasteur invented the rabies and the anthrax vaccine. Then we had a huge anti-vax movement. Radio was gonna destroy society. Then TV then the internet. So I feel like at every stage of society progression, in no matter what you're looking at, tech or not, like at every stage, there's always pushback against progression. That's just, that's just human nature, you know? Yeah. That's just, I feel like that's, we, that's, like I said, we don't, we can't have nice things. You know, every time we get something nice, we have to wreck it. So I just feel like point blank right there. That's just human nature. But with the internet now, you can find a fact and an anti-fact to go against that on every single topic. I mean, honestly, I challenge you to find something that nobody disagrees on. You know what I mean? It's something that is like 100% without a doubt, no conspiracy theory, just a pure, true fact. And at first I was like, well, math is safe. But then honestly, you can find videos and granted, are they like 100% true? I I'm not a mathematician, but they'll, they'll like do these long, elaborate equations to show that one plus one doesn't always equal two. You know what I mean? But then also one plus one and numbers are a construct that we also invented. So like that's technically also not a pure fact. So it's just all, yeah. But like we can't even agree on how humans were first created or how the earth was first started or whether grapes are fully safe or not safe during pregnancy. That's the biggest one. I was like, because I knew that there was a lot of misinformation and there's there's just a lot of information in general out there about pregnancy specifically. So when we first found out we were pregnant, I started, you know, Googling, okay, besides sushi, what can I not eat? And grapes was one of them. Like literally half the internet will say grapes are excellent. They, they're good sources of fiber. They're fruit. They're, there's the high water content the vitamins, blah, blah, blah. It's fruit, it's good for you. And then other sources are saying like, no, there's actually a toxin in the skin of grapes that are bad for you. And also grapes inherently like raise your body temperature. And so like, if you eat a lot of them, cause you know, you can't go in the sauna for the same reason. Like you're not supposed to have a super high body temp. But yeah, if you eat too many grapes, 
then your body temp raises and it's bad for the baby too and it can cause a miscarriage. Like there's just, there's such extremes for mm-hmm. absolutely everything, you know? Yeah. Well, adding on to that, like you were saying, you know, we have the internet nowadays um, and people can mistaken that knowing information is the same as, you know, being knowledgeable and stuff. For example, you know, you have all these infomercials of like, take this because yada yada, you know, and, you know, growing up like, you know, on most Koreans, if not, you know, maybe people in general can attest to this, but for sure, like, my grandma would watch those, you know, Korean commercials on TV. They say, oh, you got to take this new wonder drink that has all this, you know, stuff. So, you know, I remember just chugging ginseng as a kid, and I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. You know, they're telling you, like, oh, you got to do it. So I'm like, Ugh. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. Um, But, you know, people just, you know, because they have such access to all this information now, um, you know, people can mistaken that as, oh, I'm smarter because I know more information. Well, if that information is wrong, you know, technically, does that really make you, you know, smarter or dumber? And I think you can kind of debate that, too. So. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, I think, the big thing here is that it's just, it's just not reliable. Mm-hmm. Honestly, anything you find on the Internet is questionable at best. And so you do have to fact check everything now. And it didn't used to be like that. But now because we're so overloaded with information, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's just, it's just not reliable anymore. Um, especially now with deep fakes and that insanely fast progression of AI. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when my brother texted our group chat and he was like, oh, look at this movie poster. It looked amazing. And it was like coming out next December. Chat. And it was, mm-hmm. what, Zendaya? It was a, like a it super crazy cast. Yeah, 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 it was like... Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, yep. and Jim Carrey, somebody else, and we're like, oh my god, this is amazing. We're all <laughs> liking it and stuff. And then literally within, probably within two minutes, he replies too, and he's like, oh wait, hold on, I think that's fan poster. Hold on, I don't <laughs> think that, I didn't fact check it. And we're like, god damn it, Zach, like get it together, you yeah. know? But, <laughs> but yeah, and it's like literally, it's just so hard to find out what's true and what's not true. Yeah. And so that's, but there was one article that I read that phrased it really well, I think. And the author just said, listen, technology is morally indifferent. You can use a smartphone to video call your grandparents, or you can use a smartphone to order illegal drugs. Like how we use technology is what actually matters. And I love that personally. I mean, I think that sums it up pretty well because that's the whole argument right there. Like technology won't make us smart or dumb just by existing. Mm-hmm. It's what we do with all that information and it's what we do with that potential or the opportunity, you know? Yep. So, cause I mean, for me, like going into an education field with teaching, we have this debate a lot. Like I remember, I mean, the whole time I've been in school, basically we've, you know, there's been those questions is texting, making kids bad writers? Is all of this tech in the classroom making kids dumber? Is social media ruining their ability to read? You know, um, is it ruining their creativity? Is autocorrect ruining their spelling ability? Like, all the time. And this is coming from teachers, this is coming from parents, this is coming from, you know, all of them. And personally, I've seen a lot of tech advances presented in numerous ways and techniques across the classroom. I mean, my whole teaching credential was about literally the entire degree plan basically was like, okay, how can we implement the best learning strategies? And a lot of that did include technology. 
-hmm. you know? And it showed a lot of ways how just using technology doesn't necessarily help or produce more efficient results. Like you can't just say, okay, we're going to, we're going to use Quizlet and that's going to make you smarter. No, like you have to implement it efficiently. And like I said, it's all in how you use it. Like what benefits does a kid get from reading a paper book versus reading the same book on a screen? Nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, you add in assistive features like soft highlighting sentences as they read to help kids with ADHD focus. You add in built-in dictionaries or auditory pronunciation guides for difficult vocab words that kids don't know, especially for like English language learners. That's like huge for them because it really helps them. Um, You add in, you know, the ability to highlight key phrases, add notes, tag certain sections for study review later, even just transcribing books into audio files that can be paused, sped up, rewound any of that like all of these assistive tech devices are going to be what help a kid learn more about that topic and actually absorb that book than just tossing a paper book to them and saying read this and absorb it but i mean on the other side of that you do also have kinetic learners like you're going to have those kids that like the paper book because you know then they can fiddle with the pages they can add bookmark tabs they can physically highlight and take notes in the book And if that's how they learn best, then awesome. That option will always be available to them as well. But it's just for me, like what I've noticed specifically for the educational system, the biggest takeaway I got when it came to tech involvement was learn how the student learns best and then just do that. Like make that option easily accessible to them. And I mean, that's why we have differentiated learning. Like not all students are gonna take the same path but our goal is to get them to the same finish line, whatever that looks like to them. And I mean, again, there are research-based studies to support this. There's also research-based studies to contradict this. And that's where it's tricky because there is no clear-cut truth of yes, tech makes us smarter or no, it makes us less intelligent. You know what I mean? Like the best non-biased claims I found basically say that digital technology just changes the way in which we engage our biological cognitive abilities. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is like, there's there's some research that will say that like they found that using digital technology as an external memory source doesn't take into account the fact that short-term memory effects do not necessarily indicate long-term changes to cognitive functioning. You know what I mean? So they're saying like relying on tools to help you remember stuff when they're available It's not the same as losing the ability to engage internal processes when necessary. But then there's other research that disagrees with that. So, you know, they um, they did this London cab driver study that showed that cabbies had larger... The parts of your brain, the hippocampi, like the parts of the brain that store memories and where you go to retrieve those memories, the hippocampus, like the cab drivers had larger chunks of that area of their brain and they had better memory than non-drivers and there's also research that shows that gps usage reduces spatial awareness and mental mapping and so basically like the cliche saying is if you don't use it you lose it which is true like if you always use gps everywhere you go (laughs) chances of you remembering how to get somewhere off the top of your head is lower Because I've noticed that. Like, if I always GPS somewhere, 
and then I do kind of rely on that and then if you're just like if you just throw me in there and they're like hey get home I'm like mm. not gonna happen you know but I'm also bad at driving and remembering directions so that's also just me too but but now switching gears a little bit because I think that's the other thing too is like each career field is going to be drastically different so I was trying to kind of piece together like okay what does pharmacy look like with technology what does teaching look like with technology that's why I brought Daniel in what does maintenance look like with technology so we can at least get a few different perspectives but yeah so in the pharmacy world this is where it gets tough because I'm a huge advocate for it in the educational realm but in the pharmacy realm it's tricky honestly like I'm kind of on the fence about it because like so we have the internet to confirm any pediatric dosing question we possibly have we have calculators to confirm our math like I can see the argument of how it helps and simultaneously hurts us because in some cases, yes, it removes the aspect of human error. We have barcode scanners for every step of medication verification. From when the doctor puts in the order, the system can auto flag and be like, hey dude, are you crazy? You're prescribing nitroglycerin for this guy and he's on Viagra. Are you trying to kill him? Mm -hmm. And so that's like a good safety measure that's in place. Yeah. And then it goes all the way to the technician. If we grab the wrong med, this the system will beep at us and be like, dude, this doesn't match what's ordered. Mm -hmm. Or like when you're at the window with a patient, if you grab the wrong person's meds, it'll say, it'll beep at you again and be like, dude, this isn't the right person. This is the other John Smith. Yeah. So like that piece it, is nice. It's a nice, nice. fail safe, you know? Mm -hmm. It is. It is a good fail safe. But like, sorry to interrupt, but like talking with that, right? If we're speaking strictly on the is technology make you smarter or dumber then i think in that aspect i would say dumber and you were probably going to say this anyways but at least for me personally like if there's a fail safe for anything if you know what you're doing or you know like you you know you're like good at your job essentially you should know even before that fail safe like maybe you like had a lapse of judgment right and that comes out um but you know you should already know in the back of your mind obviously you know don't give this med or whatever right and then, you know, you just make a mistake like, oh, I caught yourself. But you should never have a moment where, like, you didn't know and you were going to do that. And then it goes, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Right? Because then you were just not knowledgeable. Um, well, but and that's the thing. Like, specific, if we're looking at pharmacy technician work or pharmacist yeah. too, yeah, you get in a deployed setting, you don't have those tech fail-safes in place. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like, what happens when we when we rely on that technology? Exactly, yeah. And we don't practice those basic skills. We don't have that, you know, like you said, that just foundational knowledge mm -hmm. of the job. Yep. Then what happens? Are we going to forget that you can't prescribe these meds together and just kill somebody? Exactly. Are we just going to, like, oh, this system didn't... I didn't hear a obnoxious beeping, exactly. so it must be fine. Here's your meds. And then they go into anaphylactic shock or something crazy. Yeah. Because we rely on technology so much in this day and age. Because, you know, it does make us more efficient. It does make us productive in the sense that, like you were saying, if you kind of already have, you know, that foundation, if you will, it should help you better. And so the day that, because I'm not going to say if, because, you know, I imagine someday in the future things are going to crap the bed, right? And I'm sure you've seen that in your job. I know we have in terms of technology not working, something not loading. And you get to that point where, you know, like, or computers, for example, I mean, it's like you can literally pull up the job and it'll tell you like, you know, if this doesn't work, then go here. And if this doesn't work, then go here. But like, 
and you know, real mechanics can attest to this, they're going to be like, you use that for guidance, if that, but usually, like, if you know what you're doing, you're going to know, hey, this is where I'm going to start for the most part, and if it doesn't work, you know, it's going to be this, or most likely this, or whatever, you know, sometimes you have these jobs where you're like, I go lie, I've never seen that kind of thing, but, um, yeah, I would say that, you know, technology... Um, should be used as kind of like a side thing, maybe, like you said, and in, in um, like um, supporting you, if you will, in terms of like whenever you do have a brain lapse, but it should never be relied on as like the primary thing, you know? Because when it potentially does happen mm-hmm. where you don't have it anymore, then you're like looking at each other like, I don't know what to do. So Well, and not even just in a deployed setting, but like... And I'm saying, I mean, like, this is all healthcare regular, workers. yeah. Or, yeah, no, when there's like a code, hospitalism, yeah. When there's a code, and we're responding to that code, mm-hmm. you think do we have time to Google norepi drip dosing? Yeah. Maybe, probably not. Like everyone in there is relying on us to have that foundational knowledge and to know how to do the math. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't just be like, oh, hold on, I have I have the BSA there. calculator on, you saved on my desktop. Hold on a second, let me just pull it up and do the short codes with the Excel formulas. Yeah, yeah you can't. You, you know, know what I mean? And so, yeah, so then I guess really that kind of, maybe that leads us into the, the real debate here. Not does technology make us smarter or dumber, but... Does technology make us codependent? I think, do we, yeah, does like, it do make we us codependent on, on yeah. technology? Exactly. Because, you know, like, once something happens and you're like, hey, my thing's glitching or something's not starting up or, you know, oh, I lost Wi-Fi, so now I can't even look at the internet. Now you're just like, pull out those paper maps, you know, hope you know how to read this because good luck, you know. So I'm just saying, the world we live in, it's very... I think it makes you both smarter and dumber depending on how you use it, but at the end of the day, we're very, very reliant on it, um, which is kind of scary to think about, you know? But mm-hmm. hey, you know, when that day comes, that day comes, right? And I hope you listeners, and especially us, are ready that, you know, hey, I, I hope you know where the frick east is, or at least the freeway <laughs> to get there, because <laughs> something happens west, let's not pack up our bags and go that way, right? Like, hey, a tornado's heading... To Xenia, you know, because there was a big one, you know, decades ago. It's coming from the west, so if, you know, you have time to evacuate or you can trick your basement or whatever, but if you don't have a basement, which, you know, I would hope you do being here, uh, you know, hope you know your directions. If signal goes out, and you're just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going off on a tangent, but just, you know, realistic situations. Yeah. No, and I mean, that kind of leads into the next thing, too. Like, and let me let me also add in this disclaimer now. Um, so we don't get too off the rails. The downfalls to technology, like some of them are pretty conclusive. Like it does slightly impair your memory. Mm-hmm. It does lead indirectly to shortened attention spans. It does lead to things of that nature, but that's kind of broad for this topic. So I wanted to, like I said, I promised mm. y'all a soft episode this weekend. Sorry. And so, no, 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 you're good. You're good. I'm saying like, I, so I'm, I'm acknowledging and then subsequently avoiding like the obvious, the other obvious downfalls of technology, meaning like social media, the oh, lack yeah, of yeah. privacy from the creation of the internet, like mental health ties with social yeah. media and just having your life on display. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, so. so yeah, it's just 
too much to dip into. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, looking at the future, like, that's why I love Black Mirror. Sometimes some of their episodes are a little bit heavy for me right now because I'm kind of a weenie now that I'm pregnant. Like, it's so, so weird because I, well, I can't even do scary movies anymore. It's yeah, bizarre. It's more like... Yeah. But anyway, um, Love, Death, and Robots is excellent for this sort of thing. But Black Mirror has had some really good episodes, too. Mm-hmm. The just... season just dropped, too. So. Mm-hmm. But just the whole concept of, like, technology, mm-hmm. its downfalls, its benefits, but also the dangers of it. I mean, like I said, again, though, that's with literally everything. Like, humans can't have anything nice. Mm-mm. You can breathe too much air and die. You can drink too much water and die. Like, we literally can't do anything just in moderation. Um, I actually saw this really funny... Talking about love, death, and robots. Because remember that one episode with the pool with the pool robot, the pool cleaner? Yeah, I think it's funny too. Because the episode, I remember, because when you told me, I don't remember that. But we can also either be talking about very different episodes. Or it's been a long time since I've seen uh, that first season. So we might, yeah, we might be talking about different episodes. Or we just don't remember the same one. Um, but yeah, sorry, continue. Because your point was pretty good about that. Well, thing. just sort of with AI... And the deep fakes and stuff. Because, um, yeah, there was, like, a pool robot. I just remember... I remember there was, like, a pool... Like, the girl created a robot to clean her pool. And then she kept upgrading it and upgrading it and upgrading it. Making it smarter and smarter, basically. And then, eventually, it became sentient. And it was like, nah, I hate this experience. The having consciousness sucks. And then it, like, threw itself into the pool. To basically kill itself and go back into just being a regular robot or Mm. something like that. But it was funny because I just saw a clip too um, on Instagram of this author. It was like the most literary. It was like the he's like one of those nerdy writers. Mm. I'm like only you would say this. It's like such a literary thing to do. But he was talking about how everyone's concerned about AI becoming basically taking over the human race right like at one point they're going to become smarter than us and they're going to get like free will yeah essentially and then just take over Mm -hmm. and that's why everyone's worried about whatever and you're like no i don't think we have to worry about that because you know the smarter that they get they're gonna see what the real human experience is like and they're gonna know what anxiety about calling to schedule a doctor's appointment like they're gonna feel that anxiety and they're gonna say no why in the world would we ever choose that we're we're fine where we are and i was like yikes yeah i mean i'm, and I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of people that would but you know they're gonna be like hey this human experience sucks so much why would anyone intentionally yeah. choose this they're like <laughs> well and i mean like speaking on it because i don't want to go too much of a tangent but you know and like you know, uh, just I'm not trying to say you know whether you, whatever you believe in, right, is what you believe in. But in the very, uh, I guess, baseline, you know, kind of explanation, like as human beings, essentially we all live and we all die, right? And everything in between that is kind of up to you. It's kind of to your environment, the things that you know occur, you know, yada yada. And I think, as great as technology is, and all of the benefits that it does have, you know, it's also, I guess. Because even nowadays, like, you know, with like you were saying, you can pull up any information, social media. I don't want to get too deep into this, but like at the end of the day, we use it for however we want to. And that kind of leads our life, right? We get influenced by things, whether it's something we like or something we don't like. 
and you just kind of go down this road of life, you know, and I think it's become extremely, like, complicated, right, like, more, because we, you know, even as, like, cave and stuff, like, we essentially what, hey, let's go find a cave, let's go get fire, like, there's needs in your life, right, like, oxygen, water, food, stuff you were telling, shelter, right, I'd say those are, like, the four, and then everything after that, it just becomes, you know, through technology, through how we've advanced as a race, you know, even living longer, right? I don't know our expectancy numbers back then. I think it was, well, like, in the 20s or something. Um, and now, obviously, we live a lot longer. So, yeah, sorry. I kind of went off on a tangent because I know it's technology's smarter or dumber, right? What I'd say in that aspect, it has made us a lot smarter, and we have made a lot of advancements. And I guess you can kind of go into the whole playing God thing of, like, were we supposed to live this long, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so. and I mean... It's kind of like a secondhand effect, but specifically, does technology make us smarter? It can. Yeah. If somebody invents the cure to cancer, mm-hmm. that will be published in today's age, right? Like, that would oh, be yeah, published, that would be put online. Mm-hmm. Other people now also, theoretically, like, let's cut out the, the consumerism and, like, patents and stuff like that. But, like, someone cures cancer through technology, other people now also know the cure to cancer. Uh-huh. And they can cure said cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we do all learn from each other. That is definitely accelerated. That sh- wealth of knowledge and that sharing of knowledge and information oh, is yeah. accelerated through technology. So in a way, like me personally, I learn stuff by reading stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's yeah. no internet, I wouldn't know that MDMA can potentially affect your levels of empathy. Yeah, Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so in that sense, yes, it, I, would I, I would argue that it makes you smarter. Mm-hmm. But then also, again, if you're not using that, if you're using your time on the internet to look at dog videos, also guilty, mm-hmm. is that making you smarter? No. That's debatable, I think. <laughs> Deba- debatable. Not but you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, again, it's all still back to it's just how you use it, you know? Yeah, it's just a tool like... that we have. Yeah, whether yeah, you exactly. use that tool or whether you throw the tool out the window. Yeah. So even with COVID, like, you know, worldwide, that's probably, I wouldn't say it's like the first worldwide pandemic where we got that. Because it was like, what was it, like Zika virus, like swine flu, all that stuff. You know, this one, like, was Well, we had, we had MRSA, we had Ebola and stuff. But it was, it did affect. I don't think everything's, like, as contagious or as widespread as this was, you know. The death rates, literally across the planet, were much, much higher. Yeah. And the ho- the hospitalization rates was crazy. were much higher for COVID. Mm-hmm. But think about like without AIDS. technology and being able to talk about that and like, you know, just being able to control it from like that central point. Because what, what are you called? The, not, not the C, or is it the CDC? Mm-hmm. Or whoever, yeah, whoever was controlling that, you know, the health stuff and like how quickly they were able to kind of come together, be like, you know, you know, wear a mask, stay six feet apart, make sure you isolate. Yeah, yeah. Like it could have been. Think of, like, not having technology potentially and not being able to get that out. People are just like, oh, it's a common flu, yada, yada. And, you know, people are just dying left and right, realistically. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say in those kinds of ways, it's smarter and it, it's very, you know, effective, honestly. How about that? Yeah, that is true. I mean, all I right. feel like we can talk about this all day, you know, and I keep going down these other avenues. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, it's interesting. It is, I, I think it's kind of interesting, yeah. too. Like, there are, there's so many different levels to this discussion i think and there's so many different facets to it like and then again none of them really truly have a definitive yes or no solution 
yeah. I guess, to them, or answer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, to me, that kind of makes it fun, because then you can you can discuss all the different things. But yeah. I guess it's good. I was just going to say, like, I mean, because I feel like I talk about this all day, honestly, but, um, like, for me, like, you know, how typical is it now? Like, people have TVs, right? You, like, you know, you're done with your day, you know, eat dinner, all that stuff, you know. People like to watch TV before they go to sleep, you know. Just, um, you know, just because I feel like it's part of, like, everyday normal life and everything. And so kind of going back to what I said about, like, you know, playing the God thing. Were we supposed to be doing this? Well, as a human race, like, we're, you know, intelligent. And we, over the years, have been adapting, not necessarily to living longer, but to being more efficient, right? Being more productive. Like, for example, you know, we are, you know, every day there's something new that's being built. Um, whether it's to prolong life or to make at least the quality of your life better and everything. And so with like TVs, with refrigeration, I guess anything electronic really, right? Like I try, I like to think about the Rick and Morty episode where, you know, they were in that barbarian style like land and then they get that crystal where like, you remember that that where they (laughs) modernize it and the guys like they went from like, you know, being basically like these savages to sitting and watching TV and then, you know, Summer gets married to one and they're like, uh, Rick and Morty are basically like, how do we get her back? Because we got to get her back. They're like, let's just use this crystal to make it modern so that instead of being savage, they just become like, you know, the everyday human. And it goes into where he's just watching TV and she's like, hey, like, you haven't done any chores the past. We haven't gone to hunt, like, in months. Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's fine, whatever. And then uh, and then they take that crystal away and he's like, no! Because, you know, it's, it's, it's like funny to think about, but I just, you know, I think about well, again, that's... how we've come as a human race and, you know, how much more we're going to probably obviously evolve and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so. I mean, with, with technology, we're developing things at a newer, better, faster, more efficient rate mm-hmm. than we've never seen before in history. Exactly. Like, history would be like, 100 years, develop a wheel. Hundred years, invent bread. You know what I mean. Yeah, and now exactly. it's like new iPhones are coming out every I don't know how every often. Every freaking year, you know. But you know I mean, like technology is always being, it's always surpassing itself, mm-hmm. and it's happening at a faster and a faster rate of turnover, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool to see. You know, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's cool to really look at what we're capable of, and it's unfortunate that some people squander those opportunities. Or they use their potential for something that doesn't benefit others. Yeah. You know, that's the sad part. But when you purely just look at it, like, the creativity levels and the inventions that we're doing right now, because I would count them inventions. Even if it's something that you're just developing and making better, that's still, in a way, its own invention. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, there's people that, you know, make the idea. There's people that refine it, you know. Yeah, it sounds silly, but like having auto start cars or cars that you can start from your cell phone. When you really think about it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's some pretty cool technology. Yeah, I still, you know, got the key turning in the engine old school, but that's also, you know, my preference. You'll get there one day. But yeah, super interesting (laughs) topic. We'll end it there. That is it for this week's episode. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. And hopefully you guys enjoyed having Daniel along for this episode too. Like I said, I always love having other people on this podcast. So hopefully as it kind of grows and whatever, we'll be able to get more guest appearances. 
but because it is always fun. And yeah, like I said before, if you guys ever want to join in, if you want to be on my podcast, I'm more than happy to have you guys. So yeah, that is it. Make good choices. Oh, I want to say my tagline. That's my Sorry, tagline. Okay, was, you can say it. I'll let you say no, it. No, no, no. You do it. I like when you say it. And I'm sure the viewers like it. Listeners. Okay. Go ahead. Make good choices. Be a decent human being. Marcy says goodbye too. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I will catch y'all next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.